The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anybody horrified by the idea of plant-based beer, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She could be kinkier than anyone realizes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And boy, Fargo will not be joining us. He is taking a sabbatical. You know, part- I mean, I've noticed, yeah, I've noticed that he was not kind of chiming in on conversations as yeah. much on the topics. I mean, but the ironic thing is he he was the only one crafting <laughs> of us. So it's like, okay, but, but we need a crafter. Um, yeah. Also, you know, there's a man in his life. And I'm sure that, you know, is, you know, there's an hour that he would rather be doing things with a big dick boyfriend on the Sunday afternoon than chatting with us yeah i i can only imagine um what having a big dick boyfriend is like and although naturally with you know the nature of this podcast is like he could be doing stuff with the boyfriend while he's recording it's like (laughs) it's well yeah and even when we start it back in person again one of these years um yeah (laughs) i don't know i like i said i know the boyfriend um you know socially i he's doesn't he seems kind of shy you know in social situations i don't know if he'd he'd be up for public displays of fuckery so fair, well, oh, fair enough and people change over time and who, who mm-hmm. knows you know uh, yep. fargo might corrupt him uh, who, yeah. or vice versa. i do not know either either state of actual purity <laughs> i i have a feeling that fargo has already corrupted him a little bit um based on the previous conversations but yeah, well, we'll see. And yeah, one day we do hope to have Fargo back one day and maybe we'll get, you know, the occasional guest on here once, uh, mm-hmm. once life returns to semi-normal. Um, but yes, but just to put the listeners, you know, fears at rest. There's, there's no blow up, no, no, no situations or drama. It's simply like, Oh, I'm just going to take a little break. It's like, okay. Okay. And, or, or if there is drama, it's not drama that we uh, we know. <laughs> so, fair enough. That that works. That that works. All right. Gossip. These past two weeks have been kind of interesting for me. Um, yeah. Uh, on the first off, I saw Sling Bear again. Oh yeah. Um, and his uh, dungeon is coming along quite nicely. Oh good. Um. He is having a minor issue with his uh, small inflatable pool uh, for wet play. It doesn't want to stay inflated. So somewhere there's a pinprick hole or something. And um, yeah, he need to have, a, well, probably could have done it while I was there, but we didn't think about it. But yeah, need to like soap it up uh, and then pump it up and look for bubbles Um and yeah, see where the where the holes might be, how big they are, and if we can a- attack it with just rubber cement or need. Oh, is that just a standard kind of inflatable pool thing, or is that an actual like kink, you know, kink, uh, it, a kink 
focused device that came from like a kink company or something it, it came from a kink company i, I okay. think it came from fort trough um either say, fort yeah, trough or mr s yeah because you know just yeah if he had just bought something at Meyer or something like that it's like yeah it, who knows you know but you know that they're they're you know serious companies you know with i imagine quality control so so hopefully it can be discovered and patched yeah i i think if it's just a, a pinprick hole and and it's just a matter of finding it. All, all you would really need is some rubber cement and time, and that would cover it up. Um, otherwise, I'm pretty sure you can get patches um, either at a craft store or online and would be able to patch a larger hole, mm -hmm. uh, again, with rubber cement. Um, thank you, Whiteout, uh, for, for that piece of advice. He, he's, he's the one who's, who, uh, in one of his YouTube videos, talked about how he repaired uh, latex clothing. And yeah, rubber cement. <laughs> works really well on rubber uh imagine that well, it's more likely the solvent in the cement that is probably melting the rubber and fusing it so i don't yeah. know if it's i don't know if it's hexane all i know is that rubber cement smells like hexane to me or vice versa so it's like mm, maybe that's the 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 solvent that's in there i could be more let's go with unusual unique so i have been chatting with this um, younger guy uh, on recon for several weeks now and it's been kind of role play and with me he's been pushing me to be a very mean dominant in the role play um, right. you know he wants humiliation his handle uh, references CBT so he likes being worked over like that um, and, you know, in, in the full conversation, he very much expected me to be this mean, gruff, nearly abusive Dom. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I can sort of play that role. Not, not my main thing, but fine, whatever. Uh, but then, uh, came a chance for us to meet up. Uh, Ooh. and he said, I want you to put on your boots, kick me five times in the nuts and then walk out the door. I'm like, all right, I guess I can do that if you'd enjoy it. So yeah, booted up, masked up, went over to his place. Um, and yeah, went into his apartment. He laid down on the floor and I tried to kick his nuts, um, but it was very dark in his apartment. So I had to pull out the flashlight on my cell phone to be able to see anything. Um, yeah, gave him five good hard kicks. Uh, he seemed to enjoy it. Didn't quite want to let me go. Um, so hosed him down a bit uh, with piss, as we had discussed before. Slapped him in the face. And then when he came, I called him a good boy. And I, as promised, I walked out the door. Um, didn't really like doing that because, you know, I'm the kind of person who likes doing in-person physical aftercare. Uh, for a scene like that but you know that's what he asked for that's what he wanted i checked in uh right away on recon to make sure hey you know drop the rolls real talk how are you how are you doing have you able to process this and he's like yeah i'm good and he yeah from my calling him a good boy he asked can i call you daddy will you snuggle with me I'm like, oh, <laughs> great. Yeah, to, to what, you know, it, when I, when that shift happened, 
you know, one of my first thoughts was who hurt you, uh, <laughs> which I can guess. Um, but no, it it's nice. Which, um, I mean, I, which I, mean, I just want to call that up, though, just for a moment. It's like this whole who hurt you. Um, I don't know. Is that really how our sexualities and kinks develop only through trauma and abuse? Because that sounds too much like, oh, there's no such thing as a gay person. Oh, you just got you got abused by a dirty old man and it turned you gay. It's like, no, I think a lot of this stuff is wired into us and isn't necessarily from trauma. Um, it can be. I mean, it, it, that, yeah, I mean, it, but also it, I think the trauma generated kinks are the ones that you get over once you've had therapy, you know? It's yeah. like once you once you cure once you cure you know if it was caused by something, um, well when you deal with that something then you know I'm wondering if the the kink could actually go away, but you know there's some kinks that are just you know there and it's like so I mean just I don't know I have no idea of this person's background or right right and but, and, but and, that, and I am being a bit facetious of course but, I mean but it is, it is fun I mean yeah we we do have these jokes but that's the trouble it's like sometimes the joke is just so good that we use it but then it perpetuates the 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 stuff you know right and i so much i used to say too about you know well um when i used to use all the time it's like that boy needs a cookie or that boy needs a hamburger when i thought someone was too skinny and that's you know uh basically uh you know body shaming right you know (laughs) things like that but that's something i used to but i think it was also you know just kind of jealousy because it's like oh i always wanted to be thinner and oh they are thin well i'm just gonna nag them and you know so they even i have many personal things that i've had to look at and think about it's like why am i doing that and should i be but oh so anyways so this so it sounds like abuse but also affection or care cuddling right yeah that you know it in the initial contact and the chatting that we've been doing forever you know there was no real indication that he wanted the soft dom that he wanted okay. the cuddle that he he wanted to be told that he was a good boy um, okay there was a bit of pup in there but it was uh, a lot more sissy a lot more humiliation and a lot more um pain pain and humiliation play mm-hmm. and then yeah after i show up and i show that i'm real um yeah the script completely flips and oh. yeah now it's you know, will you snuggle with me? Will you, will you scritch me? Will you hold me while I fall asleep? And I'm like, yes, I will do all of those things. I would much rather be doing all of those things. And, you know, in the chats, tried to push me to, to say, you know, what horrible things are you going to do to me? And I'm like, I, I do these things to you because you ask for them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm do, I am hurting you because you want to be hurt because you enjoy it not really my idea of a good time <laughs> but uh so I'm yeah, also, it, I'm, yeah i'm wondering if it's just he's it's easier for him to find you know in people he doesn't know that well easier to find someone who wants to be you know abusive or a jerk or you know supply the humiliation but you know finding the person who's willing to give the comfort uh that it's trickier you know there has to be yeah, a more yeah. layer of trust in that uh, you know, the trust when they're being an asshole, you just have to trust that they're going to stop if you actually tell them, you know, for real, stop because something's gone horribly wrong. Um, but yeah, in this case, it might have been, you know, that that kind of opening up, you know, asking him afterwards and treating him like a human being afterwards. I have said, oh, well, maybe this is the kind of person I can trust for the other needs. Uh, possibly. Yeah. yeah, what Yeah. What? what a concept, huh? 
Well, for me, I know that, it, you know, I've, I've always thought about that whole thing myself. It's like, can I, how comfortable would I feel like doing a humiliation scene or mm-hmm. just being like that? And I'm realizing I'm not, I'm not off the bat, like a near stranger or if that's the only interaction I've had with them. No, um, I don't think I can bring myself to that. It, I could do it with someone I already have a relationship with and I already know, you know, I've already established kind of a more, you know, standard baseline. And then if I found out they really want to do a scene like that, yeah, then we can slip into that and I can be, you know, again, what it is, you know, that will work for the scene. But, you know, if, if, by, I guess I got to need to know them, you know, just, I just need to know them a bit more before that for myself. Yeah, it, and yeah, I, I wasn't a hundred percent comfortable being that mean and humiliating. And it was very much in the script of, in my cribbing from, um, sissy play that I have, you know, read about and seen others do. So I, I was following on that script, that highly misogynistic script, but still I, 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 you know, I didn't know him well enough to be able to really push humiliation and shame buttons. Cause I didn't know where they were. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we, also it's a matter of knowing when to stop. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a bad habit of just making flippant and casual comments to people and finding out that I've accidentally hit on something serious. Let's say, oh, you know, I just say a joke in passing and it turns out that's actually, you know, an issue for this person. And, you know, it's like, whoops, I didn't mean to accidentally, you know, scar your soul because I didn't realize that you had that going on. And I, it's not necessarily I'm trying to be edgy, but, you know, it's just one of those things you don't know what, people have been through and also like yeah when the humiliation scene it's like when do i go across you know unless we've established some you know safe words and such protocols which you know i think for a lot of guys it's like that kind of i guess they have this fantasy is like well i just want this stranger to come and do this stuff and do it right and it's like well to do it right you have to kind of know what the boundaries are and a lot of times those discussions are not the sexiest because you're right you're, you're not you're not doing the role play at that point and some people, I think, have this fantasy. They just want to, from, you know, I'm going to leave my door open. I hardly know you, but I want you to come in and do A, B, C, D to me. And be Kick really me mean. in the balls five times with your boots. With, you yeah. know, that's exactly what happened. And so, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where, for myself, it's like I'm just so unfamiliar with those scenes that I'd, like, have to discuss it and, like, figure out. I mean, I've, I've known a straight, um, it was a kind of a terror scene, I think the thing was. Um, so it was a, uh, some straight people who were uh, did a scene where uh, they had or, they had set it up ahead of time that when the woman gave a certain clue while she was the guy was supposed to move in, grab her out of the conversation she was having, and do stuff to her. And it was prearranged, and she had a certain thing she was supposed to do with her hair that was the sign to you know move in and just start the scene like spontaneously, you know, from the observer's point of view but it was all kind of scripted amongst them. Trouble with that is then the observers are like, oh, are we seeing something bad happening here? I mean, I, for some, you know, it, that, that, that's on the edge too, because if I'm talking to someone, suddenly someone just grabs them and starts doing horrible stuff to them. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, hang on a second here. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, technically in a scene, the observers themselves are also part of the scene. Yeah. And consent goes to the audience too, you know, hence why unsolicited dick pics are, you know, 
not necessarily. No, nice yeah, thing. yeah, no. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yeah, but yeah, I could see uh, you. You have that situation, and it's like, okay, I want to know what the boundaries are because you know, in humiliation, I, you know, what happens if I just hit on the thing that really does hurt you? You know, I start. You know, it's like there, there's different kinds of hurt. Yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, f- physical pain is fleeting. You know, bo- bodies heal, but you know, when you get into the humiliation and the mind fuckery, yeah, that's when you can really, really injure somebody. And yeah, yeah. well, I mean, they're thinking it's like, oh, you dirty, you you dirty little faggot. Yeah, you like that. You take that cock, that kind of thing. But then Mm -hmm. prepared for the, wow, you are really bad at this. You are useless. No wonder you have to resort to strangers for sexual gratification, because I bet you, you don't have a lot of repeat performance, do you? Now, to me, that would be, uh, you know, a bit of humiliation, but also it's so real that that might be like, oh shit. Uh, Oh shit. (laughs) No, you, you, what, what, what? It's like, you don't really mean that, do you? And it's like, no, we're just playing. You, you want me to be mean, right? I thought that was mean. It's like, (laughs) you mean. Yeah. Or too true. I have not had a chance to meet up with him again. Um, it, it will be interesting to see what the next scene um, ends up being like, mm-hmm. and yeah, how how things progress, and you know, we'll see. You know, can, can I talk him in once everybody's vaccinated? Um, yeah, uh, first Friday again, which um, yeah, first Friday, the first Friday in May is coming up, and and we'll. Mm-hmm probably happened before our next recording. Um, looking at the numbers and the way they are right now, and the fact that I am not going to have my second shot yet, I'm not going to be at Esquire. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's the fair thing, because like I said, I, I felt comfortable going to the last first Friday because I was fully vaccinated. I was past, you know, two weeks past my second shot. So my own personal protection was pretty good. Um, but yeah, Michigan is just scary. The 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 infection rate and the different strains that are here. And you know, I'm hearing reports about like a nursing home. I don't know where it was at. I don't think it was in Michigan, but a nursing home that had a mostly vaccinated. Uh, you know, everyone, all the patients were vaccinated. Most of the staff was, but then, a you know, a bunch of them came down with infections. And it's like, wait, they were vaccinated, and it's like, yep. So it's one of those things that's like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're still figuring this one out. And yeah, like I said, with Michigan just being kind of a hotbed of infection right now. Yeah, I think, you know, skipping May is a completely, you know, justifiable thing. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what my uh, new position uh, ends up being. There's a very good chance that I will end up having to work until uh, 10 o'clock on Fridays. Um, you know, just because, you know, new guys get the worst shift. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll probably end up ha- having to work late on Fridays. But, you know, 10 o'clock, I get to the bar at 1030. And, um, yeah, d- by then things should be jumping. <laughs> also, I would not be, I would not feel opposed to, like, actually holding off on first Fridays until uh, the bar itself. Like, the CDC and the requirements are all that, you know, there's a bit more freedom to mingle at the bars. Yeah. 
it's technically still you you show up you sit down at your table you stay at your table you do not mingle you do not you go over to other tables and chat with people well (laughs) well no i mean technically they're not you're not supposed to not supposed to yeah but until that until you can until we get the all clear on like yeah you know treat them as you used to which is because that's more what the bar was is for me it's just like a big kind of space where you're not you know it's more like a party where you you don't just sit down at a table at a party and and interact with the people you showed up with you're there to mingle amongst the others and talk and 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 light upon different groups um yeah the bars are not really for that yet or any so any space is not really for that yet but you know in time when we get this bit more under control i think that will come back and i you know that's to me like because the whole idea of first friday is yeah we're making this table open for anyone to kind of casually join us uh oh you know we have certain interests and we're trying to promote you know kink and pup and leather and all that and this is the corner to come in and show that you've had some interest or that you are an old pro at it and want to share your knowledge with us or you know new people old people but yeah it's more of a kind of a information gathering spot and we just can't really do that yeah no so yeah i guess we'll hold off on first friday at least as an official event i mean even the last few times last two times that i went to the bar i didn't bring the banner Mm -hmm. i mean that that's still sitting you know in my closet hasn't been unrolled in over a year maybe i should take that out and run it over with just a lightly hot iron uh kind of flatten it out a bit yeah and speaking of you know meeting places and such things i've been chatting with another person um who yeah been going back and forth and you know said that he wants to meet up with me in a social setting before we get naked and i'm like that's great that's wonderful I haven't had my second shot yet, which limits the places we can do it. And the weather has been so cold and wet makes Mm. meeting, you know, like at the fish ladder, um, you know, to talk six feet away uh, out in the open makes that a little difficult. But yeah, hopefully the weather will warm up a bit this week. I've heard it's supposed to get in the 80s. Um, yeah, sometime this week so. warmer which would be good i have co-workers who uh furnace died on them uh a couple of weeks ago and the trouble is like oh well you can spend a thousand bucks to repair it or they were planning on getting a new one anyways because the old one was old and so there's some functionality and it's like well it was one of those weeks where it was like in the 70s and it's like okay we're just gonna yeah we're gonna get a new one and suddenly it's like oh now it's cold and there's snow and it's like shit. Shit. I mean, I mean, they just don't have heat, but they. I mean, they still have you know electricity and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, it wasn't frigidly cold, but it was still like, damn, this could have happened at a better time. <laughs> it, um, furnaces never break at a good time. You, you never hear of a furnace breaking in August. <laughs> well, you know, in that case, then you have the air conditioning too. It's like, but honestly, yeah, if they, it broken in where they had a period of three weeks of not being freezing temperatures they would appreciate that i think um (laughs) but no the thing with meeting up even like you know just uh, yeah i the whole thing with COVID is like i've not felt comfortable i've been chatting with a few guys too and uh you know it's more like hey how's it going and it's like cool and it's like not doing anything until vaccinations now that i'm vaccinated they're kind of like hey so how how are things going and 
it's like, well, I'm vaccinated, but I've had no time for interactions. You know, I feel bad mm -hmm. because one guy's like, even today, he was like, hey, so, you know, how are you feeling? And I think it was about the vaccination. I'm like, pretty good. Um, just went through hell last week in work and I'm going to, it's going to be for the next two or three weeks. <laughs> it's going to be very busy. And it's like, I have no time for meeting new people. So it's like, you know, and trouble is, it, that's the truth. But how do you tell someone that without making it sound like a blow off that you're not interested? Because right. It does sound like an excuse like, oh work is just so busy and it's like well you're always busy i'm like yes yes i am <laughs> that that that's part of you know who you are mike you're you're a busy guy you've got a lot of stuff you need to do and i'm hopeful you know i've got my second dose scheduled i'm actually going to check in with the county health department see if i can move it um a little bit because right now it's right in the middle of my first week of training mm -hmm. um and i'd rather not feel three quarters dead during initial training <laughs> um so uh, yeah i'm i'm definitely going to reschedule see, see if i can push it earlier because yeah it was the moderna dose and they made made me go out for four weeks for the four second we, no, dose no that's that's it's four weeks for moderna three weeks for pfizer four weeks for moderna why did I think it was on, only two? Okay. Uh, two weeks is how long you have to wait till after the last dose to have full eff efficacy. I, efficacy. Okay. Well, that, that word, that, that word that I can picture, but can't pronounce at the moment. Well, th then in that case, I'll see if I can push it to a Friday, a Saturday, um, mm -hmm. which would <laughs> be a lot better work-wise. Yeah, my, my, mine were on Fridays, so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready in case there's a reaction and didn't have a reaction, but that's okay. Yeah, so that's been my, uh, my life and my gossip uh, since the last episode. No um, gossip on my end, except, like I said, chatting some randos and w there's hope, you know, now that, yeah, now that. I, th I think to me, once Michigan is no longer like bright red on the map for infections, yeah, that's when I'll feel better about, you know, actually meeting with random people, whether or not they're, you know, you know, vaccinated or not. It's like, it's, that's not on me. It's like, you know, if they are not vaccinated by that point, well, I know it'll be curious when, because it still can be tricky to get a hold of a vaccine, um, you know. If you if you want one, sometimes there's some hoops to jump through that can be mm -hmm. tricky for some people. So um, I, I shouldn't be so flippant saying, "Well, if you're not vaccinated by now, you don't really want it." I guess, but that's not the case. Right. Yeah. But hopeful. I'm looking forward to. You know, I've already seen some people posting that they've you know already been camping, and you know all the campgrounds are like you know just talking about the weekend. So I think that's already you know summer is coming, and it's like I'm looking forward to. Something. Yeah. I mean, Creek Ridge had its opening weekend this weekend as we're recording. Too chilly for me um, mm. to go out on a day pass, but no, they, they had a reasonably good crowd there. First warm weekend or, you know, maybe I'll go for a day pass in the middle of the week um, but before my job be, starts. And also with the fact that vaccines are much more prevalent, um, I'll probably be a li little less judgy in my, uh, well, I'll still be judgy. <laughs> I am me, but less judgy when I see a group of people who are not masked, who are close to each other, I can be like, oh, they must be vaccinated. They're fine. You know, whether or not they are, at least now I have a, an excuse to not like <laughs> look at them and saying, God, you fucking plague rats. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Until the vaccinated 
the fully until the fully vaccinated percentage gets above the used ICU capacity in the state. ICU capacity right now, last I checked, is in the mid 80s and only about 25 percent vaccinated fully. Um, I'm going to keep wearing a mask indoor public places. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that mask and distancing inside is definitely, um, you know, still I'm I'm good with that. And, you know, it's I've gotten used to masks. So it's like, okay, I, I it's funny. I'll, you know, I don't wear them inside my my lab, my room itself. But uh, when I go in the hallways, I throw on a mask and I'll catch myself coming back into my room. And like an hour later, I'm like, I'm still wearing the mask right now. It's like, yeah, because you're used to it. But yeah, that, you know, again, guidelines. I'm, I'm going to be fine with the CDC, whatever the CDC is saying. Uh, you know, I, I, it sounds like they're kind of erring on the side of caution because they're still saying even wearing a mask outdoors. And I think standard, you know, wisdom right now is like, no, if you're outdoors, you're much, much, much safer. People catching it from being, you know, near someone even outside isn't quite like being inside of room. But, you know, I, you know they're trying right. to be cautious. Yeah. And like if things end up getting a lot better by November and I have the, the time and the, the inclination, the energy to go to either uh, IML or MIR. Yeah. The entire time that I'm on that Amtrak train, I'm going to be masked up. Oh, yeah. um, you know, probably a good chunk of the time at the event because, you know, I might not have to worry about COVID then, but concrete is still a thing. Yeah. I'm so, yeah, this last year of not catching a cold or, you know, anything like that. It's like, wow. Every time I feel like shit in the uh, lung region or nose region, I know it's like, Oh, this is, this is allergies. <laughs> yeah. What a concept. Yeah. Um, so no, that's been nice. Yeah. Concrete. Yeah. That's I'm going to be in very much, you know, I just, like I said, I met someone this week. Uh, there's, uh, we got a new piece of equipment at the lab. A trainer came in from another state. He was here all week working and we never, you know, there was no handshaking, you know, mm-hmm. there's no contact. And it's like, wow, that is different. And it's like, I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> most handshaking tends to turn into like a, you know, kind of a dick waving kind of exercise. Like how, how strong can I, you know, do this? And it's like, eh, whatever. Uh-huh. Bit, bit of masculinity that I can leave behind um but no the other thing with uh, mir um hey it's a chance for you to buy a really cool you know full head gas mask and wear it at the event and <laughs> and wear it on the train there and back it's like you know it's like yeah cool. no, no could could possibly do that but whew, those those things get warm after about an hour uh or less but yeah i mean that would be that would be one way, although, yeah, that I don't... Style over comfort. Style uh, yeah. over comfort. It's not about how you feel. It's about how you look. Yes. <laughs> uh, but one thing that does feel good and wonderful and great is the lubes from getthebutters.com, our favorite sponsor, the Butters Hygienics Company, providing high-quality vegan uh, lubricants and other bath and body products made in Michigan, queer owned, POC owned. And today I want to talk a bit more actually about the palm grease. Fargo mentioned the Get the Butters palm grease because mm-hmm. he got that in the variety pack that he got initially. Yeah, high, the high viscosity lubricant. 
Okay, now that's the one that's like not latex or condom safe. That's more for jacking Correct. off. Okay. Right, yeah. So the the palm grease, yeah, is specifically designed to be a thicker lube with a you know a higher uh, melting point. Let's see here. An ultra-thick lube made for extended stroke sessions and working various holes to new depths and diameters. Palm grease has a velvety texture, high melt point, blends with your natural juices, conditions tissues to add stretch and prevent tears, including softening rough hands and nails. Plus, all natural fatty acids will even skin tone, reduce wrinkles and blemishes, and help your skin heal faster from your use. Uh, Having used it, yeah, it Kind of feels like Crisco, but not as thick. Closest comparison I have is a mixture of Crisco and coconut oil. But yeah, it, it has a definite thickness, a definite viscosity to it. Um, yeah, great for beating off. Or the one thing I used it for, this works really well for lubing up your shower shot. Because it doesn't wash off with just water. Um, but it will wash off very easily with just regular soap. Normally, when I play with Crisco, I have to break out a bottle of Dawn and a lot of scrubbing to get everything off. Yeah, it cleans up much, much easier than the Crisco. Yeah, so, and you can get this from getthebutters.com as part of the lube sampler pack for $32, a gift pack with lovely. Uh, wrapping for $40, or you can get their lube subscription box where every month they send you another uh, bottle of lube. So if, if you use these and use a lot of them and want fresh lube every month, go with the subscription box. You can get that at getthebutters.com. Use promo code Harry for 15% off your order. And of course, free domestic shipping, no matter how big your order is. Once again, getthebutters.com, promo code Harry, H-A-I-R-Y. Cool. Get, I always thought it would be interesting. It's like, yeah, it's like, because from their descriptions, they, they sound very sex positive. You know, they, they, they are very, yeah. They're, they're not trying to hide what this stuff is for. No, and, th- this this is for fucking. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just picturing it's like, oh, that'd be interesting to like be at some event. Um, and probably be a bit much for a bar. But, you know, we go to a lot of events where there's things, um, you know, just having a uh, like, hey, try this out. And basically a, you know, person with very good hands with their hand lubed up goes and goes down the line and, you know, gives a few strokes on a whole bunch of, you know, down the line of dicks. It's like, how's that feel? How's that feel? How's that feel? You know, the, the, you know, the lube sampler, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have, you know, go through three different things. And we're going to give you, you know, several strokes on each and you just t- tell us how it is. I've got someone there with a clipboard. It'll be very official. And, and yeah, who, who knows? I might be able to talk to the owner uh, about setting us up once, you know, once we're back to semi-normal and mm-hmm. use their, you know, have a, a fuckerware party with their uh, products. And of course, it's not just loops. They also have uh, hair stuff, candles, beard oils that we talked about last time. I actually ordered um, some hair gel from them. And I'll be talking about that next time once I've uh, had more time to use it and get a better impression uh, of it. Good stuff. Um, Everything that I tried from them, I've been very happy with so far. So yay. And yeah, so support, you know, queer business owners, support 
local owners support people of color. So I, I need to order some myself because it's like whenever I hear like something advertised or mentioned or sponsored on a web, you know, a podcast or that or anything, I'm like, do the people really use it, or are they just saying nice things about? <laughs> you know? Are they just reading off a script, or they did they actually make a Blue Apron dinner and said it was good? It's like you know, really. And uh, yeah, I have to admit, I have not yet, but then I haven't had much cause for lube in the you know past few weeks to months or year. So uh, yeah, I think I just need to settle down and actually order me some. And uh, yeah, sample, yeah. That sample pack sounds interesting. And I know uh, Fargo was very pleased with. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like okay, that yeah, sounds uh, great to you. Yeah, they they've got you know shaving balm. They've got beard oil. They've got. Uh, oh, that's right. Now that I have my, my beard has come back, it's like, yeah, I need oil again. Yeah, got uh, got bath bombs and candles. So yeah, tr- treat yourself right. Get get yourself some stuff from getthebutters.com, Promo code Harry. On to the expert portion of the show. The puppy that I kicked in the balls a few times. He asked afterwards if I had ever done any wax play. When he mentioned that, I've been going through. I'm like, hey. I could talk about that on the podcast. I, I don't think we've talked about it, or if we have, it's been a couple years. <laughs> so uh, it, it would be a good subject uh, to talk about again. One of the more common uh, kinky things, it, it seems like those who, who know about kinky things and know about S&M it, on a surface level have sort of heard of wax play. You know, the idea is you have some candles lit, and you know the wax melts and you pour the hot wax on your willing subject and yeah it's hot uh and it 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 stings and it's an intense sensation i do you know want to talk about how to do that safely first thing big thing you're working with fire have a fire extinguisher within arm's reach just in case with candles water isn't going to put them out you need to have something that will smother the fire uh, because, yeah, liquid candle wax will just float on water and make it boil. And now you've got a great big fireball. Yeah, not not great. As for the types of candles themselves. I was going to say, what kind of, yeah, what kind of wax are you using that the wax itself is flammable without a wick? Ouch. <laughs> as, as, as for, yeah, usually if it's liquid, it it can go up and you know that's the whole point of a wick it liquefies it around it and then it goes up the you know up the wick but yes but yes the kind of wax is very important the kind of wax is very important you want for, for safety's sake you want to use and at least start with white paraffin candles beeswax candles have a much higher melting point uh, and can cause serious burns scents and colors uh, added to the paraffin can also increase the melting point. Which you means want to... that the higher the melting point, the hotter that wax is to be liquid, and the hotter it is when it hits you, it hits your right. body. Right. So as regular white paraffin, it it's a reasonably low melting point. You will still feel it. It will still sting. It will still hurt, but it's not going to cause a burn uh, from from the wax itself. Um, you know, the, the technique of doing it is, you know, you want to have the candle lit for a while so you get a good pool of wax and then you'll gently tip it over onto your subject and you can control how intense it is based on 
the distance. You know, the, the paraffin will cool rather quickly in free fall. You know, you, you stretch out all the way, it's going to be much less intense than if you, you know, basically have the flame kissing uh, their skin. That's going to be very intense. Um, so that basically uh, the best candles for this are the wider candles that will make a nice pool of melted wax in it. Okay. Yeah. Because I yeah. picture like tapered candles and it's like there's no reservoir or pool of wax in those. They just kind of drip as they, you know. Right, you, right. You get drips out of those. You're not going to get a pour. Exactly. So yeah, you, you'll want a wider candle, a larger candle uh, to do this. Um, I have seen um, some porns where they have used both white and red candles, um, mainly for the visual effect. But even in that, that porn video, they started with the white and they had a layer of the white wax down before they started pouring the red ones on. So you had that layer of insulation. Other thing, hair. Uh, wax will, of course, stick to hair and will hurt like a son of a bitch uh, when you try and pull it off. Uh, something that can help with that is if you oil your partner up first. Use some olive oil um, or you know something from Get the Butters again, uh, something oil-based so that the wax will not adhere to the skin and the um, and the hair. So, that so you, basically making yeah. your partner a non-stick surface is what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, you may want to include the, the hair pulling and that extra pain in there. But if not, give your partner a nice oily massage beforehand and, and then drip it on. Or, you know, aim for less hairy parts of the body. Um, so, yeah, and so I can just see, you know, this wonderful romantic, you have this nice candlelit dinner, you give your partner a nice, deep, oily massage, and then, yeah, then tie them up and sprinkle the wax over them. When I've done wax scenes, I also like to include and have nearby some ice cubes. Uh, and use that and alternate with the hot and the cold for more sensation. And also the ice cubes helps to harden up the wax um, at the end to, to get it off. And yeah, having the partner blindfolded and moving between the hot and the cold uh, can have a, a very pleasant uh, effect, at least a very stimulating effect. I, on them. I can see another uh, just practical matter is you want to make sure you know you're aware of what surface you're doing this on because wax may spill off of your partner you may miss them while you're dripping uh, you know you don't probably want it to be on sheets or that that it's going to be tricky getting wax you know out of or off of yeah you, you want to be careful about on, on sheets or, or in carpeting yeah that that's always fun trying to get uh, wax out of shag carpet hard non-porous surface, um, maybe a, a few towels on the, the pokey points um, that can easily be washed. Um, and also yeah. it sounds like having multiple candles going at once because you know once you've poured out one candle, it's gonna take a little bit for that to kind of remelt and refill. So yeah. you probably have you know several candles going at once. Again, you know, multiple sources of flame, again, precautions, make sure there's no, you know, 
drapes or anything into there. Uh, yeah. There's a fire extinguisher, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you're already, you know, candle lit. It's kind of setting the mood already if the scene's going to be lit by candle. Because not only, I'm imagining that the, uh, I've not really done that my, much myself, but I can remember being younger. It was like, yeah, you pour wax on you and then you let dry. And then the, the sensation of peeling it off can be very interesting also. Yeah, a whole, whole bunch of sensations. And again, this is not, you know, varsity level play. This is something that pairs well with, you know, cheap blindfold, fuzzy handcuffs. Um, and, and, you know, those who are just exploring the, the kink and sensation journey. Um, yeah. well, when you talk about parafilm, I, I also know that there's a, I mean, it's, uh, there are therapeutic, uh, like, parafilm baths that you can, uh, a person can buy, where it, it melts a little tray of parafilm that you then would, I think it was like for arthritis and other things to get heat into the joints, you'd actually slip your hand into this parafilm and kind of, you know, it was a kind of a therapy. I think uh, I know family members who would go to some, eh, I don't know if it was a doctor's office or spa kind of thing, because it sounds like one of those things like, yeah, it's warm, but can't you get the same thing from just, you know, warm water, putting your hands in warm water? <laughs> but, uh, you put it in there and then it, 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 you dip your, you know, your, your hands into this molten parafilm and, uh, you know, pull it out and it, wait for it to cool off and all that. And I'm like, well, if you had, that um you could dip other things into that parafilm and uh yeah that, <laughs> that that could be fun uh yeah i've i've seen though that offered as a spa treatment before um for hands mm. um that yeah a, a liquid paraffin treatment um that yeah you, you just dip it in and then pull it out and let it solidify and the term is paraffin i will be saying parafilm the entire time of this podcast because <laughs> parafilm is something we use in the lab and i just don't think of paraffin <laughs> yeah no you're 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 not up on gigantic organic molecules in your line of work so much but yeah so yeah give it a try um but yeah again be careful about um scents and colors in your candles because yeah you have this great big lovely scented candle um and you find that it gets really it, you know the the wax gets much much hotter and you know be, and be it, careful T test on yourself T test on the back of your hand there's not a lot of hair there that's well, that's what i was going to say it's on like, your hand. like any like any good top, yes, you should try the technique out on yourself first, just to just to be certain that you're not inflicting too much harm. <laughs> and also, you never know with uh, things with scents or dyes. Uh, some people have interesting chemical uh, sensitivity. So, again, testing on a small area and someone first to make sure that they aren't having a reaction might even be due diligence in this. Um, I saw a interesting wax play uh, situation. It was at a kind of a play party. Mm -hmm. And the person, basically, uh, their entire torso, uh, kind of from basically pecs on down to their past their belly button, so almost their entire torso was just encased in wax. Uh, so it was a lot of wax being poured on, but it was to make kind of this kind of almost breastplate of wax that then got peeled off. But uh, the thing was, um, the way it was done was, uh, it was this person had an affinity for penguins, so. They use black and white wax to kind of make them, give them a kind of a penguiny chest. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
That's a. Uh, wait a minute. I, I think I might maybe because yeah, I know someone who really likes penguins. Wonder if it was them. Oh well, um, it, it's fun. I, I don't do it very often because you know I usually you know I'm not the kind of person who has candles just around. Um, I mean, it, and if you want to go, you know, higher, you know, higher pain, higher intense, closer to varsity, you know, stick a birthday candle in a guy's dick and light that up and let it drift. <laughs> not recommended. Uh, yeah. No, that that's that's a good way to get a UTI. Um, yeah, it's like sound. It's like combining wax play with sounding. It's like oh, that could be interesting. But makes for a nice visual. But yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. How well can you sterilize wax? Yeah, no, so <laughs> much. All right. Um, God, I haven't been crafting at all. I haven't. I I should. Um, I'm still waiting for my computer. I ordered it three weeks ago now. It was supposed to be here in three days. So it's like I have a, a drawing tablet that I bought that's been sitting there untouched. Um, it wouldn't be that bad of an issue. It's like, okay, something happened maybe. But you know, I go to the store and they're like, well, we'll send you an email when it's here. And it's like, yeah, but it was supposed to be here weeks ago. So just a little concerned. And when I check on the tracking, uh, there's no, it's like, oh, a label was created. And it's like, okay, doesn't sound like it's, exists in reality yeah Ooh. Uh, the, the worst part is though when i bought it uh it's like oh you get um you know the antivirus program free or it was like a penny well i keep getting reminders like hey remember download your virus program hey download this program I'm like can't and then the company even sent me hey we'd like a, we'd like you to give a review of your product and it's like <laughs> you do not want a review yet i am not satisfied customer yet i have not seen this thing yet this would be a one-star review if I were to make it today. Yeah. So, Oof. That's a... So, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, and there's, I, I, I think, you know, you buy it from the, a big box store and I think they're going through a different company entirely. And I think the communication just isn't there. So it's like, oh, I didn't realize that not buying something you have on hand was going to be such a <laughs> thing. I want yeah. to draw penises. I just want to draw a whole bunch of dicks. That, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I, I can't. So I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, fr frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, you remember what happened when I bought my most recent computer, mm -hmm. don't you? Mm -hmm. That, uh, yeah, I bought it uh, through Newegg and was very happy. It showed up. And then a day later, the same computer showed up again at my doorstep. <laughs> um, so that was fun not, getting to I would not mind that mistake. That mistake's yeah. fine. I'd be fine with that. But no, this is just like, hmm. At, at what point do I, you know, finally approach them and say, okay, what's going on? And it was on sale. So I like, don't really want to cancel it to then buy it, you know, somewhere else because it's like, well, what happens to all the money I saved? It's like, that probably goes away. Yeah. Well, but three weeks though. I Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things like, okay. Yeah. It's like, I'm not a patient person. That's the other trouble. And it's like, okay, I can wait three days. It says it's going to, you know, shipping will be three days. Yeah, I can, I can do that. And it's not been three days. I think it's time to call out that company on Twitter. Um, I, I found that that gets the best response, shaming them in public on that forum. Um, yeah. Worked for, uh, 
a, a certain shipping company that will remain nameless. But yeah, that I, I got a telephone call from them at, uh, after I did that. So um, yeah, I find Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, taking your gripe public uh, tends to get attention. So uh, yeah, and I hope you get your computer soon. Hope hope that you can uh, ho- hope you can satisfy that urge to draw a whole bunch of dicks. Just a whole bunch of dicks. Way, way, way too many. Way, way, way too many. All right. Um, too many dicks? I don't know. Too, um, too, too, too many dicks? I don't know. A little more dick. I think we have yeah, more. Th- just a little more. Yeah. And, and, and in a wonderful wide variety uh, of them, you know, soft, hard, cut, uncut, a variety of shades and hair levels and yeah, all that fun stuff. Not many upcoming events. Uh, yeah, going to try and get out to Creek Ridge uh, someday. I did notice um, new on their website that you can buy a pack of day passes. Um, you buy 10 of them and you get 12. So, yeah, if you're relatively local and are going to be there several times during the season, consider that option of picking up a 12-pack a of day passes um do creek ridge and yeah and I, I i am thinking i'm i'm gonna go sometime just in the middle of the week um yeah, maybe next week or the week after when, yeah because it'll be quiet it'll be pretty much you and maybe a couple other people but if you know i i i, I don't think i've ever been there during the week but i i'm i'm assuming that it's just quiet at, not, at the, yeah. You're going there to be social. You're going there to enjoy the campground and just get away from things. And uh, yeah, which sounds wonderful. At the, you know, at this at this day and time, with the way things are, it's like yeah, I yeah. just want more. Uh, you know, I could bring my copy of the uh, Mary Jo Peel uh, autobiography and sit out by the pool, get some rays, catch up on some reading, and just oh, relax. Mm-hmm. perhaps i will do that but in the meantime we've run out of time again please send your questions comments show ideas dirty pictures or project photos to uh, sir.arcane at harryprone.com or lansing.mike at harryprone.com tweet at us we are at harryprone.comp and find us on facebook our theme music is hotspot by ox used under the creative commons attribution license Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Sewers of Paris, Gage, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane and Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.